You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. everybody, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi and you're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. I'm trying to think of what exactly has been going on. Of course, this is my second week working from home. I love it. I am so happy with the decision that I made to leave uh, the healthcare industry after a long time. And um, I was nervous, obviously, because big changes, we talked about this in the last podcast, big changes make you nervous, Uh, but I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. I've been busy, and I think some of that has to do with COVID, Um, but it's been very reassuring that this is what I am supposed to be doing. So if you're a podcast listener and you've shared it and you've, you know, helped me promote the business that I have built in Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing thank you so much because this has been life-changing for me and for many of the people that I'm able to work with. So if you've shared the podcast, I really appreciate it. If you've clicked on the website, I really appreciate it. If you've booked a session with me, I really appreciate it because then I already know your story and I love hearing your stories. Um, The support group, if you're not in it, is called Strength Within. It's on Facebook. It's a private support group, which means people can search it, but they can't see who's in it. And you have to request to join. Uh, Once stuff is posted in there, it cannot be shared out of the support group. So what you post in there is completely safe. Um, Nobody can see what's posted in there uh, unless they're in the group. So if you're not in that group, it's called Strength Within. You can search Strength Within on Facebook and there's a few questions to answer. I'm the one that admits you. So don't be fearful that anybody but myself is reading those questions or the answers to those questions. But the support group is over 1,100 people now. We started it about 18 months ago and it's growing, growing, growing. Now, one thing I pride myself on in this support group is I keep it very positive. So if you ask to join the support group, there is a list of rules in there. Please read them. I want everybody in the group to feel respected and I want everybody in the group to feel like they're welcome and not judged. So if you do join it, take take a few seconds to read the rules so that um, you're sure of exactly what is allowed and what is not allowed in that group. Um, but we'd love to have you. So Strength Within is the name of that. To the end of June, the private sessions with me are $25 off for the podcast listeners. If you've been thinking of doing a session uh, because you have questions or you've taken the TPA, which is the toxicity profile analysis that's on the website, and you want a little more in-depth look at that, you can schedule a session. They all schedule from the same page on my website, but use 25OFF 
25 capital O capital F capital F for $25 off through the end of June as a podcast listener. Um, for a while, my schedule was full and I was scheduled out a couple weeks. Now with me opening up two more days, I have more spots available. So if you're thinking of doing a session, um, I would love to meet you and I'd love to hear your story. A lot of times what people do is they'll do an initial session kind of not knowing exactly how my programs work or exactly the different ways they can work with me. So it helps a lot on the first session or an initial session for you to decide if it's for you or if you would rather you know pursue something different as far as helping you. Um, but usually we can come up with something and I customize a lot of stuff. Uh, to accommodate people's needs or where they are in their journey. So if you've been thinking about it, I strongly suggest you do that because I'd love to talk to you. Don't forget that It's Not Normal, It's Toxic National Conference was rescheduled from March due to um, the shelter in place. And it's scheduled for September 18th through 20th. That's being held here in St. Louis. Um, tickets are available online. You'll start seeing some marketing for that. So if you're interested in the conference, which is where I covered the 21 character traits of the toxic person, um, it's the only place I do the here comes the vacuum, meaning all of the tactics they use in hoovering to suck you back in. And it's the only place I do conversations with what we call a narcissist or conversations with a toxic person. And that presentation is how they don't really enter into a like into a conversation. Toxic people enter into what we call a verbal competition. And there's very there's a lot of different ways that they go about talking you into a big circle and three hours later you're still talking about the same thing or they've given you the silent treatment or you've taken fault for whatever was the issue at hand. So I go over that so you can be aware of how they win any type of conversation that you have. So that's September 18 through 20. Tickets are available. Early bird right now is, uh, is half price and those are available on the website. Um, in the support group with so many people coming in at such a fast rate, I don't know everyone in there. So um, me being on calls most of the day and taking care of my clients, I don't a lot of times get to read some of the posts until later in the evening. And I have been watching a lot of posts about inconsistency and unpredictability of the toxic person. <coughs> Excuse me. A lot of things on yesterday, everything was fine. Today, everything's a disaster. You know, we've been getting along great and then all of a sudden we're not. So I want to talk a little bit today about how does it go from so good to so bad so fast? And I'm guessing anybody who's been in a toxic situation, anything, a friendship, a situation where you're dealing with toxic coworkers, a family situation, or an intimate spouse or partner situation, you have definitely seen this cycle. One month, everything goes great. You take the kids out, you have a couple date nights, things are calm at home, there's not a lot of nasty words, and all of a sudden there's like a flip of the switch, and the next month is awful. Walking on eggshells, silent treatment, criticisms, disappearing acts, 
one day, they're super nice. Helping you with everything, you know, being appreciative, thanking you, not criticizing, and the next day, completely opposite. We've, I even will stretch, stretch the bar enough to say one minute they're happy and the next minute they're sad or the next minute they're mad. And this can go the opposite direction too. How were you so upset yesterday and saying such mean things to me yesterday and now today you act like nothing happened? So you all know that inconsistency and it puts you on guard all the time. So that's what I want to talk about today. Think about yourself. Whatever your toxic environment is, you prepare when you enter into it. You prepare before you walk into work with the toxic coworker. You prepare, prepare yourself before you go into the family reunion. You prepare yourself every morning when you get out of bed, if you're living with somebody um, in a living situation with somebody who's toxic. And for the life of that relationship, you've always put yourself last. Why? Because you want to decrease conflict. You want to avoid it. We like to please people. We like to keep people happy. And when toxic people come into our lives, they kind of demand we keep them happy. We want acceptance and we want approval from them. So when you get up in the morning, your feet are on fire. I mean, you hit the ground running with a to-do list so that everything's done and everything's done perfectly and you don't forget anything and you won't be in trouble and you did it a good enough job, right? We spend our entire life in that relationship lighting ourselves on fire to keep the other person warm. We take responsibility for their actions. We take the blame for things that happen. We fix things before we get in trouble for it, right? The thing that you need to realize is that when a toxic person gets up in the morning or when a toxic person enters the workplace or enters the family reunion, they are only concerned with one thing. And I promise you, it is not taking care of somebody else. They operate off of what they need at that particular moment. They, if you've listened to my podcasts, they need four things. They need control, power, attention, and admiration. That is why it is so confusing for us and it's so unpredictable and they seem to be so inconsistent because they're only going to act to get what they need at that particular time. And because they only care about what their needs are and what their feelings are and what they're after for that day, it's going to be very confusing to you when they switch from being nice to being mean really quickly. We talked about it in a couple podcasts ago. When they start feeling insecure, they need to control the people and the situations around them. They need to promote a reaction from somebody to reassure them that they're in control. However, when you react to them, it increases their security level. So they immediately start feeling better about themselves. But what does it do to you? Lights your feet on fire again, right? So it's very confusing to us because we try to figure them out. How is it that they're so different one minute to the next? Why did they say that yesterday? And now it's different today. You know, why were they so upset yesterday? And then today they come into work like nothing ever happened. Or yesterday they were loving and smooching and very, very nice. 
and today, totally hateful. I can't do a thing right, and they're calling me every name in the book. So the toxic people are pushed by their insecurities. So when they get up, they're not thinking about the kids or what has to be done at work or you or helping anybody out or fixing anybody for any, any, anything for anybody else. All they're worried about is what they need right now, today, at this time. But what it does to us is it makes us feel immediately like we did something. We didn't do something. We need to do something. We need to fix it. And that can be both going from happy to mad and from mad to happy. Because if they go from mad to happy, you go, oh, I wonder what I did. I better do that again. But if they go from happy to mad, you're like, oh, I wonder what I did. I better not do that again. So it immediately puts you thinking, I have to fix it. I have to fix it. Toxic people, not everybody wants to hear this, but are emotionally abusive. And what I mean by that is they use your emotions and the reaction that you give with emotions to control and manipulate you for what they need. They feel insecure. They need to see a reaction to reassure their security. So if they can make you sad, if they can make you mad, if they can make you cry, if they can make you laugh, if they can make you happy for a minute, they know they're in control. Because they know that they can make you happy one minute and pull the rug out from under you the next. So they can make you happy and within two minutes, they can make you the opposite. And when they see that emotional reaction, that's what makes them feel secure. But for you, it keeps you continually questioning everything because you don't think that way. You're trying to stay one step ahead of them and try to understand them. And the thing we have to realize is we don't operate the same as a toxic person. So it keeps you confused and on top of that, it programs you to walk on eggshells, to not cause another sudden change. I just want it to be calm for a minute. So you're walking on eggshells and trying to fix everything and trying to stay ahead of them. The truth is their change in behavior and their change in demeanor has nothing to do with you. Nothing. You actually don't need to do anything. You don't need to undo anything. You don't need to fix anything. But when they see you trying to do that and they see you jump, they feel control. They feel power if you jump when they say jump. So they just sit there confusing you, making you feel like you're the one to blame and watching you react. Because when you react, they're reassured they're in control. So the flip-flop in the personality is solely for the purpose of them keeping their feeling of security. But that's why it doesn't make any sense to us. It's difficult to remove yourself from a toxic relationship because they continually project that the reason they do and say the things they do is because you did, didn't do, or need to do something. So they project these different personalities on us, making us feel like the change in personality was our fault or something we did to cause it. And that could be on the negative side or on the positive side. The problem is, if you try to make it work again, it won't. So you never really know what's causing these changes in demeanor because there's no consistency to it. 
As hard as you try, you'll never be able to understand it. The biggest confusing thing is they deny doing stuff or saying stuff right after they did it. Because their whole goal is what they need right now. So by the time they're on to the next thing, they're going to deny saying or doing something from the previous personality. So it pours on layers and layers of confusion and insecurity for yourself. How do they really not remember what they said yesterday? How do they really not remember what they said two years ago? But all of you know exactly what I'm talking about. And then they follow it up like, well, you never listen. So when they deny any said thing or done thing that you know that you heard or you saw or you remembered, it makes you on top of that crazy, confused mess question yourself. You question your memory. You question your reality. You question your listening skills. You know, did I hear that wrong? Did I see that wrong? Did I overreact at that? Because I swear that's what they said. Was I too sensitive? Like, did I take that too sensitively? The other one is they blame a lot of things on hormones. Am I hormonal? I don't know. They love that term. So now you question them and their behavior and their change in demeanor and their change in personality. And in the end, you end up questioning yourself. And more often, we take the blame. Yeah, I guess it must have been my fault that he went from mad to happy. So I must have done something good. But then that fast, it's going to go from happy to mad and you must have done something bad. Because when they see that you taking the responsibility for their behavior and their state of mind, they know that they've got control, which is exactly what they wanted you to do in the first place. Question yourself so that you feel responsible for their changes when they need something. They can treat you however they want to. Because you'll take the blame and they're in control. So it doesn't really matter what they say or what they do because they'll deny it. You'll take the blame and they feel control. They convince you that you're a bad person or that you're crazy or that you're overreacting so that they don't have to feel bad about the way they treat you. If they can convince this is all about you and your lack of attention to them or your lack of support for them, then they don't have to feel bad about the way they treat you and the, way, and the things that they say to you. The problem is, is it's just a big cycle of up and down. It's continual up and down. And the problem is, is we know if we can make it through the bad part of the cycle, they'll show up good tomorrow or they'll be nice again in a couple days. So if we can just grit our teeth and make it through when it's really bad, we know that there's going to be a moment of good coming soon because they have to see that change in behavior. They have to see the change in emotion. They have to see you sad for a bit and then they can see you happy for a bit because that makes them feel in control. When the good shows up, you forget the bad because the bad is painful. And if you can just make it through the bad, then, oh, good, they're being nice today. I see that continually in the support group. One week, this was an awful week. This was a horrible week. He was so mad. Uh, she was calling me names. That coworker was ignoring me. We couldn't get anything done. This week was awful. And then the next week, we had a pretty good week this week. You know, we took the kids out. We were able to work together on that project. And 
you spend your time trying to question their behavior when in reality, they just get up and they function and they say and they do whatever they need to do to get what they need for that day. So if you can look at it like that, quit trying to make the connection of why they change behavior so fast. They do it solely on the need to feel in control, to feel secure, and to feel power. So you're never going to make the connection of why they were mad yesterday and why they're happy today. It just doesn't make any sense to somebody who is an emotional being unlike a toxic person. Very unemotional people, right? So the best way I can explain how this type of thing works, and this may work, this may not, but this just popped into my head. I'm going to call it spaghetti abuse. They continually throw different things at you that makes twists and turns like a plate of spaghetti. And when they're continually twisting and turning and changing and treating you differently every day, you continually twist and turn with them to try and figure out what they're doing, why they're doing it, and how you can fix it. So you're going through this whole pile of spaghetti and it's using your energy and it's using your time and it's keeping you distracted on what the situation really is. I guess that's when Dr. Heidi shows up. This is the type of thing I do. You've been living it and living it and questioning it and trying to figure it out. But once you understand it, that it doesn't have anything to do with what you do or what you didn't do or how good you could do something. It has 100% to do with what they need right now at this moment. So their changes in behavior, good to bad, happy to sad, mean to nice, are solely based on what they need. You, don't, you have not done a thing and you don't need to do a thing. They just know how to get a reaction out of you and that's what they need. So back to the spaghetti abuse. That's, that's what I do. I was so confused when I left my former toxic relationship. It took me years to unwind that plate of spaghetti. And unwinding the plate of spaghetti means understanding your situation for what it really is, not what you were logically trying to process through it as. Because once you see it, and once you understand it, their power over you completely diminishes. And think about how much energy you'd save if you weren't continually trying to figure out what you did to change their behavior. You didn't do anything. They just want to see you react when they do it. So if this sounds like you, and because I've been watching the Strength Within page, there is a lot of people right now questioning this up and down behavior and then trying to figure out how you can prevent it. You can't. It will continue no matter what you do. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with him. So if this sounds like you, I encourage you to talk to somebody. If you don't talk to me, find a therapist or find a counselor, but you have to begin to understand why they do it, not what they do. Get some perspective from someone who not only understands it, but for, from somebody who's been there. And that's why I do what I do. I've been there. I get it. When you tell me this is happening, I go, I know it happened to me too. And this is why it's happening. And once you understand why it's happening, you can step back from the situation and look at it like I do. I know what they're doing. They're trying to get me to do something so that I reassure them they're in control. Once you understand that, 
You'll stop worrying so much about it. You'll stop questioning. You'll stop trying to understand how they're thinking and why these huge changes in behavior. And then they deny even it even happening. Once you understand it, you got it. And once you understand it with one, every toxic person operates exactly the same no matter how extreme they are. The toxic coworker, the toxic family member, the toxic child, the toxic parent, the toxic spouse, or the toxic partner. They all operate the same. And once you get it and get this plate of spaghetti kind of laid back out so you can see it for what it really is, you will then have the power. So don't let them fool you by changing behavior and making you take responsibility for it. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at Coaching with Dr. Heidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic. Thank you.